Welcome, everyone, to another discussion of The Mandalorian. With me today is Pedro. What's going on, Pedro? Yo, yo, what's up? What's going on? Uh, so, today we will be discussing episode 6 of season 2 Mandalorian called The mm -hmm. Tragedy. And what a tragedy it was. The name says it all. The name says it all. Mm. What a what a sad episode. As usual. <laughs> as usual. As usual, ladies and gents, we go straight into it. There is a no spoiler there's a non there's a there is not a non spoiler free portion of this episode. We just go straight into the discussion. We talk about everything and everything. So if you haven't seen the episode, go watch it and come back. If you don't care, stick around. We're gonna get into mm. it. Pedro. Yes. How did you enjoy the tragedy? I loved it actually. Um, <clears throat> I thought that it uh, it gave the fans something that they've been expecting, and we were expecting because I know there's a lot of Boba Fett going on, and that was something that I thought was going to happen in the first half of the season, and clearly it didn't go that route. So, and it's funny because before before this episode, we had mentioned what we thought was going to happen next one, and I thought. It's directed by Robert Rodriguez, so it's probably just going to be filler anyways. And man, I, I've been wrong every single time this season. Every time I think something's going to happen, it goes the other way. So I, I can't get a read on how this is going to go. The only thing that we got was the Ahsoka. Everything else, I'm like, fuck it, whatever. Because it was obvious. So <clears throat> It was yeah. a low-hanging fruit. But but overall, I really enjoyed this one. Um, it, it answered a lot of questions that we had, lore-wise. And it got the uh, it got the story going. It showed a bunch of Easter eggs, a bunch of stuff that was legends that's now canon. So overall, it was a very enjoyable episode. Well, I wouldn't say it's my favorite. Ahsoka's probably no. still my favorite one. Yeah, not, not probably. Ahsoka's is definitely still my favorite one. For sure. But I I, I still enjoyed this one a lot. Yeah. I, what I about you, it. sir? No, I enjoyed it, man. I liked it. Uh, but like I was telling you when we were we had we had a brief conversation about it, it just felt very fanfic to me. This is probably like mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. first episode out of all of, out of the entire Mandalorian series that felt really fake to me. It felt like uh, just fake. the way it was filmed, the way uh, maybe it was the location, maybe the way how it was framed, the way they, they were talking. I don't know. It just felt very fanfic to me. It felt like I a think couple it was of the camera work. I think probably. it was the camera work and the place because it almost looked like a little. The environment looked very Power Rangers. Yeah, it did. It just it just essentially felt like a couple of friends film uh, doing a fanfic film in 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 like a, a hill in a, in a, in like a national park or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I I definitely think the environment was the biggest part for that feeling because yeah. you're not wrong in that. You're you're actually not too wrong about that. It, it just it just didn't feel like how the show has potentially been feeling, and then it. Mm -hmm. it, it, it Yes, every episode was filmed by a different person, but they all kind of stuck to the aesthetic. And I think this episode didn't stick to the aesthetic. It just kind of went rogue. And <clears throat> um, I, I, I didn't enjoy that, honestly. I just... It didn't... If Like I said, it, it all leads to... It felt very fanfic. It felt very... B. Do you uh, think very B a, side. Uh, B movie? Yeah, very good. B movie. It had like a B movie. Do you think it's it. do you think it's because it's Robert Rodriguez and his uh, and, and his it definitely movies is. are also that that feel? It definitely is. It, it's it it has to be because of that. Because every everybody else kind of 
did their own flair, but kind of but stuck to the theme, the 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 way the the, the show has been shot. You know how I, how it felt overall, and this episode did not feel that way. So yeah. I think Robert Rodriguez essentially just did what he fucking wanted to do and didn't mm-hmm. really care about the aesthetic of the show. He just did his thing. Um and, yeah, and yeah. I think and I think you know there's always a positive and negative to that, you know. But I feel mm-hmm. like when you when you're part of a series, you have to stick to the aesthetic. You have to stick to what yeah, the show yeah, has yeah. already established as in any show. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I remember in season one, we had a complaint about aesthetic and feel. Remember the Taika episode? I felt that that comedy was, scene was so out of place. Yeah. It was so out of place for the rest of the show. It wasn't even like timed right. It just fell out there. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's kind of what you're thinking about this. Like, yeah. There's just something about the feel of it. And I, I kind of get what you're saying because I watched it a second time after you had mentioned that. And I'm like, I can kind of see what you're saying. And to me, the biggest thing was probably the camera work and the the environment there was just something about that that made it feel like these guys didn't look like they were all fighting you know it was pretty much the action scenes where it's like the never-ending horde of stormtroopers that are missing every shot right and then you get these badasses that are killing them all in one hit and then um this sniper chick fennec shand aka mulan she's there completely in the middle surrounded by them she's dodging all their shots and then she's killing them and then there's that part where mando goes in to save her and he's like oh you know i got my uh my armor yeah and that's when he starts getting hit constantly and i'm like wait a minute you're only you're only are is is um is uh beskar really like blaster magnet or what because suddenly (laughs) they're hitting every shot (laughs) you miss every shot until mando comes in and it's like and i'm like ah that part i caught and that part did feel cheesy he's like i got your back you know and then ching 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 i'm like okay (laughs) it felt off but it didn't take me out of it fully you know there was still plenty in there to make me go you know this is still a good episode overall but i will say it felt I agree with you. It felt different. Yeah, it, it, it took me out of it. Honestly, it, it, like I just I was just watching. I'm like, man, this doesn't feel right. And it it took me out of the episode and and and, and everything that was happening, especially with the baby Yoda part, because that you know him essentially connecting to the Force was is is huge. And it even that felt fake to me. It was just kind of like, ah, oh, man, this you is, think just so? doesn't. It just didn't feel right, dude. It just. This whole thing just felt very off, man. And I, 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 I didn't enjoy it. I, I don't get me wrong. I liked it. It was a good episode. I, like the, the, you know, everything that was happening was was good. But just the overall feeling of the show of the episode just you know what left me off. Uh, I, it, it, it hit me while I was watching it. I looked at it and I'm like, this looked like an episode made by CW. Yes, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how I kind of was. Felt like. I, I, I was like, I feel like I'm watching Legends of Tomorrow or something. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Like it, it, it shouldn't feel that way, dude. You know? Because yeah, we've, we've had what other 17 episodes, chapters, 16 chapters yes. of this, and or some shit like that, and it, now yeah. it feels weird. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. with the well, with the Clone War people coming in, it didn't feel weird. So it's kind of like no, no, it didn't. I don't know, man. Um, it just felt very off to me. The Very only off. episode I could probably think of that I was like, oh, this is pure fan fiction-y from the first season was the Dave Filoni episode. It's like, oh, I'm on Tatooine. And this is where this chick comes in. Yeah. Um, 
the sniper. And yeah. now we know. So, okay, so all of that makes sense now. That episode, the boots that came at the end of the episode, everyone was like, oh, it's Boba. And I'm like, it's not Boba. Why would they introduce him that way? That's kind of silly. But then I found out, well, yeah, that's exactly it what was. you did. Yeah. That was Boba. And uh, I can't remember if it was you or Orlando or someone. Someone mentioned, oh, she's still alive. And I'm like, no, yeah. she's not fucking alive. She got that was shot. Me. I was about that to mention you, that right now. I'm like, she's alive. And all, you're like, all, all of you are like, nah, man, she's dead. You're crazy. I'm like, no, dude, she's alive. Yeah. There's no That's reason exactly. why they will linger on her if it didn't mean something. You know you're what I'm saying? Right. You're right. You caught so, it. Yeah. Camera work, man. You got to pay attention to those moves, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when I saw the camera work, I kind of thought... He was just going to, like, I don't know, loot her or maybe he's, like, related to her and then he'll be like, oh, you killed my sister, prepare to die. I don't know, something. <laughs> Clearly, there was a lingering for that. I didn't think the lingering was, I'm going to turn this chick into a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He gave it, her it some, uh, some droid guts, some droid guts, <laughs> and she's good to go. Yeah, good now, to go. Now, um, let's rewind a little bit to the, uh, the beginning of the episode. Sure. I actually made notes, so... Oh my god, you look um, at you, man. You're on top yeah. of it today. I made some notes. So, starting off the episode, I thought it was pretty funny that he was full-blown in his dad mode. Yeah. And he was going, Grogu. And then when Grogu reacts, he kind of goes, that is your name. <laughs> you know, kind of like when you call a dog. You're like, yeah. hey, boy. And when they look, you're like, oh, you looked oh, so good. Good boy. You he know? knows his name. Yeah, exactly. And then he does it again, and then he's going like... he's essentially playing like fetch with him he does the whole oh give me that ball all right get it and then when he gets it he's like oh good boy you know so i'm like it's, kind of, it's funny it's like a combo between dad mode and like good dog so, yeah essentially yeah and then they settle down on it they, they settle down on the planet and then you see slave one now what were you thinking when you saw slave one did you think this is really boba this is it yeah for sure yeah, it's Bo- it's boba for shit, some dude. reason so I'm know, like, oh, so Boba's reason... gonna play into his. In my head, I'm just like, oh, he's gonna try to kidnap the kid. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. When I saw the ship, yeah. I'm like, oh, he, he, so he took the, the bounty for him. I saw the ship, and I'm like, no, he's stuck on Tatooine. He doesn't have anything. He lost his ship. He lost his armor. That's someone else that stole his uh, his ship as well. And then he'll come back later. So I thought it was gonna be someone else. <laughs> I don't know. And then when I saw his Boba, I'm like, oh fuck, it is Boba. So. <laughs> To- caught me by surprise i know it was an obvious thing but even that obvious thing i thought this show has given me nothing that i was expecting so why am i gonna expect that now <laughs> uh, for me i felt like i think bubba stayed there because everyone thinks he's dead so what mm. better place to hide than the place people think you're dead in so i actually don't even think it was hiding i think it was really just him legitimately looking for his armor and the armor happened to be on the other side of Tatooine. Remember, that's what that town was. Yeah. So it was far away from him. So I guess it was really just him looking for it. Now, how he found out, hey, you got the armor from this guy and I'm coming to get it back. But, I don't know. But whatever. But that guy ha- had the armor for a while. He did. He did. So it's kind of yeah. like, if anything. Yeah, I guess he you... just found out. Yeah. Regardless, who cares, man? The plot holes. You can always find a plot yeah. on something. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Um, but yeah, so when I saw the ship, I automatically thought it was him. I'm just like, oh shit! So he, there's gonna be a Mando to Mando fight here, and uh, Bobo's gonna take the the the, the child. That's, that's what that's where my yeah. head was going at. I didn't mm. think he was gonna join him. I didn't think, right. you know, I didn't think he was gonna be like, hey, 
let's do a trade for the armor and and the, your protection. You know, I, I didn't think that was gonna happen. Yeah, because you was, were thinking Boba. Boba's a man looking after just money, and yeah. who has a higher bounty than the kid? So he's gonna do his job, right? Yeah, essentially, yeah. But so that's what um, I thought. So something I didn't catch the first time is when he meets Boba and he asks him, "Are you a Mandalorian?" And his answer was, I'm just man. a simple man yeah. making his way through the galaxy like my father before me. So there's a couple references there. So the a first lot. line, I'm a simple man making his way in the galaxy, is a reference to when Django said that in episode two when it's Obi-Wan Obi. asks him. Yeah. Which I didn't know. I had to read about that. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. you're right. Because, you know, the prequels are a little fuzzy. You know, they're not. Yeah. They're, they're, I, I, I saw they're a tweet about it. I saw a tweet of the right. pictures. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. This is cool. So the one that I did catch was like my father before me. I'm like, ah, that's the Luke reference to when he <laughs> says about, you know, uh, I'm a Jedi Knight like my father before me. Something like, I'm paraphrasing now. But. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I caught that one. <laughs> so, but overall, I think this episode finally redeemed Boba to me because uh, anyone that knows me, and I know Armando knows, that mm. I always thought Boba was one of the worst characters in Star Wars history. Not necessarily because maybe he really is the worst, because I know there's like Jar Jar that's worse, but just the fact that he had such a fandom behind him for no reason. He just had a nice armor, and everyone was like, yes, this is the greatest character ever. I'm like, I mean, he looks really cool, but so did Phasma, and nothing happened. They ruined her. Yeah. But... This episode, this show, has been redeeming a lot of things about Star Wars lately, and I think they redeemed Boba in my eyes because I thought Boba was absolutely useless. You get your ass whooped by a blind Han Solo and fall into a sand <laughs> vagina, and that's the end of your career? Cool. You're not cool at all. So, yeah, this redeemed it, and um, one of the big reveals for this is that he actually shows off the code in his armor proving that it belongs to him and also proving something really big that he is a mandalorian technically Mm -hmm. i thought Mm -hmm. that was super cool because in clone wars also by dave filoni they mentioned that um jango wasn't a true mandalorian and stole the armor that was what the quote-unquote true mandalorians thought which were the ones that were part of satine's side the pacifist mandalorians believe that yeah. And now it makes total sense because the ones that take the foundlings, they're the more hardcore. They're the more OG ones. So technically, they were the side that hate the pacifists. So it all makes sense that Django was a foundling. And it also makes sense of why he would want a clone that was unaltered for himself. So yeah. he can also have his own foundling yeah. to pass it down. Mm-hmm. So there's just so much involved there. Like it wasn't; they didn't have to hold your hand about it. But you you start putting things together, and you're like, "There's so much character development for Boba right now in just these couple sentences. It's yeah. crazy, and it's amazing. And on top of that, it's, uh, the other part of uh, Boba, I mean, uh, Django's the person who found him, which was a legend thing. Yes. So uh, I actually wrote it down. Someone. Uh, translated the coding, the the galactic basic speak that's on his wrist when he's talking about it. And it's weird because it's written like vertical, like vertically, and you read up to down. So the thing was he was scrolling through it so you couldn't read the bottom part. But it does say foundling took into 
the year of, and then it says Concord Dawn, which Concord Dawn is one of the Mandalorian planets in their system uh, that's like absolutely destroyed because of war, and it's a big part of the Rebels show. And then you had Mentor Jast, and it's cut off. So what Armando just mentioned was that there's a, uh, a Legends character called Jaster Muriel that was a Mandalorian. And in the comics, which I actually read the comics just to get some backstory, and he pretty much was a Mandalorian that was part of the OGs. And he was at war with Death Watch, which was like the OGs that are like from another side, like a little too fucking crazy, like more terrorist type. So they went to war. And obviously this legend story isn't canon because they were fighting Death Watch and they fought Vizsla and he gets killed. But pretty much he in that entire um, miniseries, he adopts Jango Fett, who was just uh, like a farmer in that town. And he brings him in because his parents died. And then they get revenge together and so on. So they kind of canonize that story in a way. At least the part where Jaster does bring in Django to become a Mando. A Mandalorian. I think that's super cool that he's slowly... Uh, yeah, Dave he, Filoni is slowly canonizing this. Yeah, he, he's slowly... He's, he, he like What he always does, he pulls the best from everything, you know? and mm-hmm. we, Or he'll pull just some characters and stuff like that. Uh, which is amazing. Like, he... He is single-handedly uh, canonizing a, a big part of, of 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 Star Wars that people enjoyed, you know, that yes. got thrown away by Disney. Um, That's the biggest part. That's the biggest part. A lot of people loved it. I mean, it was decades and decades of legend stories, and tons of people put their hands in it, and there were really good stories, really good. There was tons of bad shit there, of course, because yeah, everyone sure. had their it hands. Every, so bad. There were too many, too many cooks in the kitchen, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But what Filoni, Favreau, Mando, the show is doing is they're they're kind of dipping in and checking out, get, pulling out the good shit and whatnot. So I think that's the yeah. best thing they could ever do because wiping the slate too clean. Also throws it off. Obviously, the sequel trilogy kind of did that. So yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, terrible, you try man. so hard to forget about what worked that you're kind of like, oh no, we got to do a total 180 of this, and it's like mm, it could work, but it didn't in this case. It it yeah. was a bad bet. Obviously, yeah. But 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 this bet's working out. Yeah. So you know that that whole scene was cool. Uh, what I did in what I did kind of find interesting was that force field that was on 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 Yoda. That was stopping mm-hmm. Mando from getting in. I, I don't think Grogu. I've ever seen that before. Yeah, <laughs> from Grogu. I, I never really seen that before. You know, something that strong that was protecting the someone well, who connected to yes, the force. Yes, you did. Yes, you Where? did. Uh, Kanan Jarrus in Re- in Rebels. He does it to stop the explosion. Oh yeah, that's right. That saves everybody, and he dies in the process. So, so, so that's what it is. It's a force field. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of think that was a way of him meditating. I mean, either whether it was on purpose or subconsciously, it was like subconsciously for sure. I'm meditating, and this is like a vulnerable moment for me. So let me put up a force field so no one can fuck with me subconsciously obviously like like you're saying because he's just a child even though he's 50 years old but yeah so that's that that's what i took it as i took it as okay here we go uh no one can mess with me now because i'm in my happy place trying to find out what's going on yeah so but when i saw that i'm like ah 
That's what Kane and Jairus did. Yeah, that's that's true. You're right. You're absolutely right. I did not remember that. Which is which is interesting now because he was there for a while. So he yes. must have connected with somebody. Right. You know. He must have. At this now, point who, he did. Who knows? It's probably gonna be a end of the season post credit, you know, type of moment. And let's see who it is. But um Maybe. Or maybe it's a season three problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, a, a couple more lore things that I thought was pretty interesting was that, oh, when he was going back to talking about his father, Django, and, you know, the whole code or whatever, he said that my father, Django, fought in the Mandalorian Civil Wars. Mm. Now, if he's talking about Civil Wars before that, that's the one that was in the Legends comic, which was when they fought Death Watch. It was like the traditionalists, which end up becoming the ones that turn into the ones that got mando uh din against death watch if they're going that route so either they fought against them or they're the ones that fought against the teen so he clearly fought in those wars with you know hardcore mandos against the pacifist ones or something so that's kind of interesting that they put him in there at least canon wise so i'd like to see if there are any future books or comics to kind of throw it in and explain it a little more or maybe even through flashbacks yeah, hopefully. And um, another big thing was the Dark Troopers showed up, and they were indeed full robots, like they were in the video game. <laughs> Shit. Which I thought was very interesting. I didn't think they were going to go that route. I thought they were going to go with like some soldiers that are souped up uh, with some force abilities later on or something. But no, yeah. they went the full-blown robot mode, which kind of makes sense because... I think the Death Troopers in Rogue One was their version of doing Dark Troopers without going full robotic. Yeah. Maybe, they were maybe soldiers it was... that had that weird robotic radio voice. Yeah. It, it was probably, uh, you know, the the idea, the first phase of the idea. Yeah. And then they were like, fuck it, let's go full blown on this. Now, uh, the reason why I think it's interesting is for or troopers. you know what it, it could have been also a grievous thing ah uh, yeah 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 that it's they're, they're humans but they got so mutated they're technically robots could be it, it could be I, I don't think they're going that route i think they're going full-blown like separatists you know prequels full-blown droids they're yeah. just making them cool and not roger roger type shit so <laughs> Since that guy, since the villain is clearly like brains and Doctor Frankenstein-ish, I'm pretty yeah, sure that's definitely. what he's gonna say. He got he got the idea from the fact that he can create soldiers that will follow all of his orders. And also, I was kind of thinking, not even they won't be able to be mind controlled by the Force. So there's that too. You can't do the whole uh, these aren't the droids you're looking for type shit. <laughs> if if Ahsoka ever runs into them, which yeah, maybe maybe it could happen. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I I did I did like um uh, uh Grogu doing the force choke at the, when he was captured that was pretty cool yeah I was just about to bring that up I I, I really like that scene he was yeah. just fucking shit up and it's also you know what you had mentioned before that <clears throat> maybe all of these experiences are slowly turning him into like a dark Grogu without well, realizing it, it because it's too much darkness he's gone through through much shit especially yeah, when Ahsoka so mentioned last episode that he. He he's he's seen through too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he definitely has some darkness in him, but again, it's just like um, like I told you about, you know, the thing about Ezra. Ezra, if it wasn't for Kanan, he would probably would have been dark too. 
so yeah, yeah, yeah. all he all Grogu needs is somebody to guide his his mm-hmm. his emotions into a more positive thing, you know. But yeah, it's like it's one of those things where, like one like Ahsoka says, better for him to forget his powers if he's not gonna get ever get trained and you know fall fall through do you know through the cracks or whatever, or. Mm-hmm get someone who could properly train him and his emotions to be able to deal with it, you know, and not use it for evil, which I, I, yeah. I, I don't think he, he will turn evil because I think no. we would have seen him. You know, I, I think, I think the, 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 the good Jedi has tried to hide away while the, any negative force users try to uprise, you know? So I, I, mm-hmm. I don't think that, that Grogu would, would, would turn to be honest with you, but no, no, it could I happen. I don't think so either. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I've been wrong about everything this season so far, but no, I, I, I don't think it'll go that route. There yeah. was, there was one episode, or oh, one episode, one part of the episode that did seem fan fictiony, and that okay. is kind of the end of of this whole thing with Boba, Mando, and uh, and Fennec, is that, you know, the kid gets taken, and they're all working together to go get the kid back, and it's like, wait, what? Well, why do you care? Well, why is everyone so involved? And then it's like, well, we finished our transaction. You know, you got the armor. So why are you still here? And then he goes, well, part of the transaction was the kid will be safe. And he's not safe. So I'm a man of my word. I'm just like, really? Is that But because you kept him safe? So technically, yeah, you're a man of your word still. But just because another guy got involved, I don't know. It just felt so like, but I know they're trying to set him up as a Mandalorian with a code. Yeah. But, but. And since we got no character development from before, I guess I had a certain idea of of Boba. This transaction, a, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, just transaction. I don't give a fuck. That seeing this seems fan fictiony to me. But at the end of the day, there was no character development, so I guess you could add whatever you want. Well, I mean, the only because character the only, development you ever had from him was in Clone Wars. Exactly, what I was gonna say when he was a kid, and when he was a kid, he was very transactional, you know. But time has passed. Shit's happened. So he almost maybe died. Maybe this can be, maybe this can be a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be another another thing. So it just felt off to me. But if they build into it a little bit more, give him more character development, add more moments, then maybe it'll grow on me. But it felt very like, eh, this is a little too heroic for what I felt Boba should be. But yeah, yeah. The, the only part that frustrated me is is that he never got his uh, jetpack back. So it's kind of like, man, ah. if you would have had your jetpack, if you would have ran to your jetpack, put it on, you could have saved the child. So, like, it, it's one of those things where why would you be running up a mountain when you could have just run to your backpack, strapped it on, and, you know, shot up? I mean, you know. Yeah. What would have been potatoes. Cool. Yeah, yeah, to, I mean, obviously they had him take it off for that reason, to be like, oh, why wouldn't he just fly to the kid? Uh, at one point, let's tell him to take the jetpack off, you know, as they're writing it, the script. Yeah. But there should have also been a moment where it's like, let's have a stormtrooper shoot, and, you know, they suck, they miss, they shoot the jetpack, and then there, there you go, and then it, maybe have him run, grab it, and then it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously, like that, Obviously, this is just nitpicking, but I did notice an article I uh, see. I, I didn't even realize the whole jetpack thing, but there was an article saying, "What about the jetpack?" And I'm like, "Ah, yep, yeah, yep, yep." yep. He he could have easily ran to it. Like like, why would you run up a mountain? You know you're not gonna make it. 
it, so it's kind of like right there. You, you you could have gotten your your jetpack and jetted pack. I, I think it would have been more exciting seeing Mando strapping on his jetpack and shooting up and not be able to reach, and then mm-hmm. kind of yeah. some, he falls off yeah, or something yeah. like that. You know, or, like or maybe or maybe exciting. it maybe it did get shot and then it malfunctions right when he's there about to reach or something. Exactly. Yeah. You know, some shit like that. You're right. Like, you're right. That that, it, that, it, that would have been a good that sequence would have been like oh shit a sequence. Rather than him, you know you're not gonna make it because he was going so slow for some reason. He was just going, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and then you know these guys swoop down. I don't know. It was just, it just felt. It's like I always told you, it was drama for drama's sake. The whole sh- you know yeah. shooting back and forth, and it's kind of like, dude, make it cooler. Like he could have just shot the jackpack and flown, and you know try to capture them with, the, yeah, yeah. with you know mi- missing it. I think it would have made I'd more like sense. to say I, I I like to say the reason why it feels so off is Robert Rodriguez's fault. I'd like to say that, but who knows? I, I, I'm pretty sure it has to be, dude. I, I think I think he was the type of person who's kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna do what I want. I don't care what mm-hmm. you guys were doing before. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this this way, you know, because I think yeah, it'll be better it, for the show. It felt it, it did feel very B movie though. The more I think about it, but you know, whatever. Overall, this episode was very important. Mm-hmm. You know, it gave us more history about uh, uh, Boba, uh, Baba, Boba, whatever you want to call him. Um, mm-hmm. It gave us a lot of history from him. The child connected to somebody, which is important because uh, we'll probably see that, you know, either at the end of the season or next season. And mm-hmm. and um, we, we, we saw you know, so those dark troopers. Yeah. Pretty cool. And then you saw uh, Grogu force choking motherfuckers, and that was also yep. cool. Just moving so, shit around, and yeah, this is gonna be important because the next episode is gonna be a setup to the to the rescue to the fina- to the finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the finale is gonna be um, a rescue. So the way it ended was he goes back to uh, Cara Dune and says, "Hey, I need you to help me uh, break out this guy." And then you saw it's fucking Bill Burr. Why would they want Bill Burr? I have no idea, but clearly he's going to be part of it. Clearly he's going to do his little, like, Mando type jokes, and we'll see. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> he said he needed a tracker, so what was he that good of a tracker? I don't, I don't remember that episode that he was in. I I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. Either he they're using him for his tracking skills, which I don't remember, or maybe he just has intel on Empire shit. Hmm. Because I know he said oh. that he's a sniper. Maybe he was a sniper for the Empire and we didn't remember that. I don't know. And also the other thing which was important is that now she is part of the New Republic. Oh, yes. You're right. You're right. I thought they were going to save that for some type of spinoff or something. But, yep, immediately. She, she, she went legit. Like, yep. She went legit. So let's see how that goes. I don't think that'll have too many like long-term implications. I think that's just kind of like, all right, let's set her up for some type of spin off in the future and then yeah. if we ever need her for mando she just pops up like she's been popping up here again i've been wrong plenty of times but that's kind of my thinking yeah so not for but, sure it's yeah very interesting. uh so the next episode is going to be written and directed by rick fuki uh, i'm gonna butcher F- that Fumiyuka? last name i think it's Fumiyuka. Fumiyuka? i think so hold on hold on let me not butcher that Famuyiwa. <laughs> Famuyiwa. 
Famuyiwa. Rick, okay. Rick Famuyiwa. So he's going to direct, and I mean, cool. it's written by him, and they said he was directing one. So obviously oh, that's he's exciting. Directing it because his last episode, I don't think, was written by him. It was just directed. Right now, the last episode that he did was the Prison Break episode, right? I'm pretty sure. I think it was. so. I think so. Prisoner. Yeah. Oh, he did a lot. He did the child. He did. Uh, he did. He wrote and directed Chapter Six, The Prisoner. Well, really? And he o- oh. Yep. And he only directed Chapter Two, The Child. And Chapter Two was one of my favorites. That was the one with the uh, the Jawas, and he had to get the egg. That was a good episode. He directed. But oh, he wrote yeah. the Prison Break one. So he's bringing his character back. He's bringing back Bill Burr, a character that he wrote. So <laughs> yeah, he's, he he's, uh, he's handling that. So that must have been something where it's like, hey, what do you want to do for episode? Eh, I want to bring back one of the guys I brought in. And John Farrell was like, all right, man, I'll, I'll tee it up and set it up for you for the next episode. Yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. I, I didn't know yeah, he but... wrote um, that Prison Break episode. Me neither. I just found out right now. But it says they're writer and director of Chapter 6, The Prisoner, and Chapter 15, which is the next one. But we don't know the name of that one yet. Nice, nice. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's going to be good. His, yeah, his last one was great. This one, I'm sure it'll be great, too. And it'll yeah. set up for the finale. Uh, Can't wait. Can't sure. wait. Any last I thoughts? I think... No, no. I'm just excited to see uh, either... More Mandalorians whooping Dark Trooper ass or Ahsoka popping out and kicking some Dark Trooper ass. I kind of want to see more of like slicing up droids. Give me some uh, uh, you prequel know, I, vibes. I don't think we're going to see her anymore. I think we're, we're, we're going to see Bo-Katan again. Because Bo-Katan mm. is after him. So I think, after the sword. Yeah. So I think Mandal will know that. He's like, oh, hey, I know we're this guy's gonna be i need your help could be so definitely because she's I like i'm looking for the dark saber yeah yeah huh so i think he's coming we'll back we'll see we'll see because who else who else are you gonna use to help you break in yeah. and save the child then bo but yeah. the curious thing is i i don't i don't i don't feel that this would be the end of um moff of gideon, moff gideon. No, it not can't at be. All. It's too too short. I think I think next season will probably be his demise. Um, I think this yeah. episode he'll just get away. He'll be like, "Next time, Rangers," some shit like that. You know, yeah, whatever. He'll, he'll he'll just twirl his mustache and be like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." So next time, you know. Um, I agree, and also I know for a fact because he signed on for the next season. But that could have been a flashback, technically. I guess could be, but it. No, but, I don't think so. But he's a, he 100% signed on for the next season, so he's yeah, definitely still in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, 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 uh, his wrap-up will be next season for sure. Uh, Maybe, maybe. I have no idea. They could just go the whole, uh, what's I'm going to call it? I was just saying this reference the other day. The whole airbender route where you have like that, that villain that you're trying to work your way to the whole time. And then you keep getting close but not there. You know, kind of Aku, Samurai Jack vibe. They could go that route. And just Probably. keep throwing throwing mini bosses at him, and then just they could yeah. and have him go till season four if they wanted to. We'll see. Yeah, I, I this one thing I know for sure is that this season this show needs to end. Um, I, I don't I don't want it to keep going too long, and our last is welcome. Yeah, I think three well, seasons would be great. 
it could be the reason of why I think it's up to four seasons actually that they have written, if I'm not mistaken. But I think that's the um I think you're you're right. They do see an ending in mind, and that's why they want to do the spin-off so badly, because when this one finishes, people still get their Star Wars fix with another show. Sense. It's like, oh no, we're done with Mando. Now what? Well, let's go watch Ahsoka kick ass. Or let's go watch this prequel that everyone just said got greenlit. So I'm thinking that's a Boba show for... I have no fucking idea. But I just saw that headline right before this episode started. Right before we started uh, recording. So I didn't really hear about it too much. I just saw the headline. So I'll read up a little bit more about that soon. I've been seeing that, but you know, some part of me doesn't believe it. Yeah, I mean, but like, they said official, what, officially announced. That's strange. Oh, but, but you know what? We'll find out on the Disney thing. Thursday. Oh, tomorrow because we're recording. We're recording this on Wednesday. We'll be releasing it on Thursday. But yeah, Disney yeah. will be doing a so on Thursday, huge December ten, a far presentation. Which apparently they're going to be dropping a shit ton of news. Um, I'm excited. What time is that about, supposed to start? Because I, I want to check know. that out. Yeah, they're supposed to be dropping a lot of uh, information about the verticals. So oh, it's gonna be I hope good. they put it live on on YouTube. That'd be nice. Damn, I don't think so. I think we're just yeah. gonna get uh yeah, I don't I don't, the, I don't the, think so. You think it's internal and we're just getting the press for sure. Highlights. For sure. Hmm. I think so. I think so. But who knows, man, maybe they, they, they want uh so much shit, uh you know, so much uh, hype that they probably will do it online. But let's see what happens, man. I'm gonna look into it and check it out. I'll keep an eye out as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hope you enjoyed this episode, this discussion about season two, episode six, the tragedy of the Mandalorian. Let us know your thoughts. Who did Grogu talk to? Was it a fanfic episode to you too? Hmm. (laughs) Till next time. Bye-bye.